What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome back to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you write the script. Uh, but I actually wrote the script on this one, and I didn't even write the script. Uh, welcome to the show. Joining me is Batty B. Hello, everybody. Been a minute. Yeah, I'm very excited to do this, actually, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear me ranting and raving, and, you know, anytime I'm talking, it's about crude. So now I get to finally summarize it all, kind of get all of it on paper in this a way. a year. Yeah, it's like... No, it hasn't yeah, that long. Months, I guess. Yeah, only a couple months, really. Months I started this. making. Mm-hmm. Was this from Canada? All of this was from Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of wow. it was from Canada. Crazy. So, let's take you on a journey. Uh, this episode's about crude. Crude have always been one of my favorite things in 40k. Uh, in the very first, like, third edition codex, that I, actually it was a second edition, they had this sweet fucking, like, minor Xenos artwork, and they were in it. So they'd been around a long time, crude. Um, but they didn't have a lot known. But then the very first like short story I read was about them. I've read it to you before. His crew devouring a bunch of Eldar in the that jungle. That was the one that I read in the garage that day. Yeah, that was wild. That was very graphic. Yeah, and I was like a young boy. Like I would have been like you know young and Christian, young and supple. You know what <laughs> I mean? Oh God! <laughs> um, but yeah, I always liked them. I always liked the concept of like just how they can absorb genetics and then evolve. On, like, a generational level. It's definitely an interesting concept. And I feel like I've played with it in my mind a few times. And to see you kind of come (coughs) up with things that bring it to life, it's wild to me. It's a very, it's a head trip. What's going to be nice is, uh, I do have a little bit written, but then also I don't, I didn't want to write a bunch of stuff, but there's a bunch of stuff that I, like, have in my mind that I'm going to share with you. So that'll be nice. I won't have to write it down. So that's nice. And the final thing that will be nice is we have the minis sitting in front of us. So I'm going to be actually able to show 
you and my train of thought while building some of them. Not every model, but let's give it 99% of them. I just did the math on this. This is two months of work. Less yeah, than two months, really. Yeah, I've been going hard. Like, I, I love Crute. Uh, what's funny is, like, so when we went to Canada, uh, I was able to get my Crute from Canada that, that I did, like, probably 10 years ago at least. Uh, so they were okay painted. They were, like, tabletop quality. But they weren't even based or anything. Uh, so I got them and I got the Crute kill team. And then I smashed them together and I made a bunch of cool stuff. But I'm going to start by reading what... Uh, me and ChatGPT wrote, let's give this a 75-25 uh, percentage. This to... is the one that I saw you kind of getting feedback on and then going yeah. back and forth? Okay. It's called A New Beginning. Beneath a, a canopy of verdant careen, a circle of crude gathered around a flickering campfire, their long avian forms casting elongated shadows that danced with the flames. At the center stood a crude of haunched stature, Clearly weathered by age, his feathers marked with ritualistic dyes, donating his status as the kindred shaman. He clicked in the ancient crude tongue, a rhythmic pattern of chirps that echoed through the trees, a language predating their interactions with the galaxy's myriad of species. The ancestors... Now just picture this in, like, weird bird clicking. This was honestly the hardest part about writing. But anyways, just imagine this in weird bird clicking, like... <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Man, if only it was at daytime, one of our roosters would have chimed in Honestly, right now. Yeah. Oh man, Gunther missed performance Slackers. opportunity. What are they even here for? The ancestors, he began, the clicks reverberating softly, chose this planet not only for its beauty, not nor for its resources, but for its challenge. Deep within the embrace of these rainforests are creatures that most light forms would shun. The poisonous frog, the venomous serpent, and the toxic beetle. The ancients saw potential where others saw peril. A chorus of clicks responded, young Kloot warriors acknowledging the wisdom passed down through countless generations. From the deadly flora and fauna they built a home, vast wooden huts high amongst the trees. Off-worlders came and found our prowess in combat unmatched, and thus our kin found employment. The Tau especially valued our allies and traded our valued allies and trade with us. The flames cast a wavering glow upon the shaman's face, highlighting the years etched into his features. For generations we consumed these poisonous creatures, absorbing their potent toxins, integrating their ver their essence into our very being. But now our kindred stands at a precipice. There was a hushed pause, every click and rustle magnified in the still night. We no longer find them poisonous. We've assimilated their essence so fully that they become part of us. If we don't diversify our consumption and evolve, we will stagnate, and we, and we risk becoming just a gen another genetic dead end. From a pouch, the shaman produced a small, vibrantly colored frog. Its skin shimmered in the firelight, an iridescent green with black, chaotic-shaped dots. This is the most potent frog on our world. It is no longer poisonous, but instead grants us hallucinogenic dreams, visions that guide our path. Raising the frog high above his head, the shaman locked eyes with each member of the kindred, there was thick with, an thick with anticipation. 
the, the ceremony was about to commence, a ritual that would shape the future of their kind as they sought visions to guide the next steps in the vast dance of the cosmos. So I have two more little bits written here. Do you have anything about that? But they're they're just like one paragraph things. Um. Yeah. Well, I have holes in your story already. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm really upset about a lot of things. I can't that are wait. Happening. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, can you just for the people that don't know what I'm looking at, can you describe? Actually, let me describe. Can you hand me one of them? Yeah, I'll give you the most generic fruit. There you go. He's a fruity okay. boy. So. Starting from up top, we've got like this bird thing. Okay, so he's got a bird beak. He's like got I these know. like elongated quills coming out the top. Like think like feather. Yeah. But instead of like nice plumage, it's just a fucking quill. Yeah. Then going down, he's got some armor or whatever, and then all of a sudden he's got like frog hands, and that kind of makes sense because yeah. these people have been eating these like poisonous frogs. Well, this no, is- no, no, no. That's normal crew hands. That's oh. one of the coolest thing about Kroot is uh, their hands have the two thumbs and two fingers. So, you know, they often cl- complain about holding other people's war, war gear and stuff. But or... this is perfect because it's like frog hands anyway. Sure, why not? Okay, so that's weird. But then, okay, let's stop with the poison thing. It said no longer poisonous. So what happened to everybody who started eating them? Were they still poisonous? Yeah, so basically the way it works is like... Um, Crute over generations and it's quick like it's like you know your grandson will be a different crute if you want him to do a different path or whatever oh, I see. Okay. so it will take a couple generations they've never said like an exact time but it's quick like that so you know all these crute have been eating uh all the poisonous species because they've been absorbing the poisonous because they were able to now like when they secrete stuff they oh, so secrete it's not poison them actually poisoning themselves no no it's no it's eating, them eating them and eating the ability to poison others exactly and then like they can also some of them can like spit this poison as well oh. like not like crazy but they do have like poisonous spit so we've got a chicken frog and then <laughs> go down he's got goat feet no, no, that guy has regular like the other ones have goat feet. Well, geez, we'll get to that guy. You're you're poking holes where there's not even. Uh... Listen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hi. Then I loved the um, the inclusion of hallucinogenics. I think that yeah, for every um, good story, you need to have some sort of like connection with the universe. Yeah, you some type of vision Earth. quest. Absolutely. So, well, yeah, yeah. like. Every time I look at store people's lore, I always ask myself, what is their purpose for going out in the galaxy, and what is their tragedy? Like, those are the two things I ask. Like, you I don't... have to have that. Yeah, like, so if you What's have... yours? And are we get... Is this pillow talk? What are we doing? <laughs> what podcast are we doing here? I'm so curious. Okay. Uh, for these guys? No, for your life. Oh. <laughs> That's per- so interesting. I never knew you asked these questions. I gotta write this down. We're gonna talk about this after. What did you say? Uh, the purpose and the tragedy. Okay, okay, go on. Um, yeah, like you want them to be able to go into the galaxy. Like if you write lore and they're just stuck on the planet, you're like, okay, cool. Like, what's the point? What's their interaction? Right. And then the tragedy. If you're just writing like, and then they did this, and then they did this, no, and they have these. Break. Yeah, and they don't have these flaws to them. What's the point? So uh, these crew, you know, they found this sweet planet. They could have been here for thousands of years, potentially. Maybe only 100. It doesn't really matter. Um, they've been eating the poisonous frogs. They're now, like, they're known as headhunters, like a super poisonous crew. And they're 
they're sold out, they're highly valued. But now, yeah, they're losing that poisonous ability. So, like, a lot of the crew still have it, but the next generation will only have it at 50%. And then the next one might only have it at 10%, and eventually like it will be gone. One, or do you want to get rid of it? Because they're changing and molding. Crute love change. Like, it's all about... I don't know if you picked up the word genetic stagnation. Yeah. But what happens is, yeah, you can... If you eat too much of, like, an alpha predator, you will get locked in this alpha predator mindset. Okay, okay. So, like, I'll show you, like, this crute right here. This guy. The one underneath. It's like a narlock oh. rider. So that one's eaten too many, like, alpha predators and become, like, genetically locked where he can no longer shape. And change. Does he still like talk to them? He's still like. Um, I I don't imagine he speaks in, crude, but they would speak in clicks still, like and pheromonal. Because <laughs> yeah, he's not a dragon; he's a bird. Yeah, he's a bird. Like you know, I would imagine they still communicate well. Okay. You know, and I don't think they're having philosophy talks. Even regular crude, I don't think they're doing that. So clicks and clicks, clicks and stuff and, will do. Clicks okay. and cause. Uh. We'll, we'll carry on. There's a couple more bits, and then we'll carry on. <laughs> so this is what the, the Tao kind of wrote about them. Homeworld. Located in Pernesian Cluster, Karaktak is a luscious and perilous rainforest planet chosen eons ago by the Crute ancestors for its dense jungles teeming with a multitude of toxic species. Its vast canopies are punctuated, punctuated by immense wooden huts Legacy of ancient crude architecture nestled high amongst the treetops. These settlements stand as a testament to the crude's ability to adapt and thrive in challenging environments. The planet's most renowned species is the poisonous dream frog, a vibrantly colored frog whose potent hallucinogenic properties have played a pivotal role in crude ceremonies and evolutionary direction. Appearance. Amidst the dense jungles of Karaktak, crude go unnoticed with their mesmerizing avian visage. Their skin glows with an almost luminescent shade of bright green, punctuated by chaotic constellations of black dots akin to the night sky. These markings, na these markings nature's own artistry, shimmer subtly as they move gracefully through their environment. Protruding from their forms are striking quills, each a living tapestry of color that begins with the rich crimson of the setting sun, gradually fading into a brilliant orange of the early dawn. I'm very excited to watch you paint these. Yeah, like the color scheme will be very much like this this one kind I have, but it will be way more pop. Yeah. Way more bright. Yeah. Um, the vibrant display is a juxtaposition. Wow with their attire, inky black garments that cling to their form, interlaced with rugged textures of dark brown leathers, crafting an aurora of wild elegance that speaks volumes of their heritage and prowess. Yeah. So that's what has been written about them. Um, we can go through the kindred, because some of this is kind of cool. It's like Some of this is like super meta lore, and the nerds all know we all do this with our armies. <laughs> There's more of you. There's like at least a dozen of us. <laughs> yeah. There should um, be some sort of support group for the women. <laughs> there is. Is yeah, there? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Reddit and subreddit? Yeah, there's a Discord channel. Oh, good. <laughs> Just no no women that go there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I look at the crew, I like the family tree nature of it, where it's like, yeah, there's your grandpa, these are your uncles, this is your brothers, these are your sisters. They're all kind of like 
and it's all it's also very like uh tribal where it's like there is very the oldest is usually the wisest and you got like your strongest who kind of leads and then you know that guy will eventually become the wisest and very much like What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. That. So at the top of the chain, we have the Shaman. And these are like a real crude thing. They do have them. Uh, I put down in front of her like... This old-looking crude. I found, like, a skull on a Dark Eldar thing, and I took it. So he's old and weathered. He also has a, one of these poisonous dart frogs on his staff. He has a pirate leg. He's got a wooden leg, yeah, because he's he's old, you know? He's take, he's seen some stuff. But he's wise, you know, and he's guiding the, the kindred. Oh, he's got a little monkey? Oh, no, that's a frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's been wild to see how many different things you put on this there's so much green stuff making it all come together and yeah yeah we won't go this hard on each mini okay that's bad podcasting okay um so you know he leads it and then you know he has his firstborn or his strongest whoever his like successor is and that's this guy yeah he looks tough i uh, i found like an orc uh squig and then i put a croup beak on him and yeah he's so cute it's like his little mini dragon <laughs> yeah 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 um so when I started this project, it was for a crew kill team. So basically, I had the <laughs> models for that. But then, so that was supposed to be five. No, I think it was supposed to be eleven. Okay. But I basically doubled it, doubled it up, and then I have a hypothetical another twenty minis before we get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the one other cool mini is like you have a lead uh, female. And I made, like, a oh, chef yeah. with her. I liked her. This was, like, a Crute Shaman model that had, like, longer quills. And, I mean, a Crute Shaper model. Uh, and it was pewter. And it was a cool find. The longer quills kind of did the females. Yeah. She's just in the kitchen where she belongs. Yes. You know, the the the, the master shaper finds the genetic stuff they want to eat. And then his lead mate, mate cooks it up for She's them. even got tools. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's which is awesome. But, uh... Underneath that, you have what's called the Shaper Council, and this is a real thing, and it's uh, a, a bunch of the lead shapers that kind of also guide. So, you know, you have your Shaman, you'd have a Shaper Council, and you'd have your Master Shaper, you know. The Master Shaper gets ultimate say. Maybe the Shaman can outsay him, but uh, in my lore, since, like, they're looking for new variations, and it's going to take a couple generations, this Shaper Council has gone out, and they're looking for different crew. Or different things to eat. So I made one with wings. Uh, when I did these, I wanted each one of their heads to be different and all their bodies to be different or arms. So it was very fun making these uh, minis. Okay, well, they're birds, so it makes sense that he'd have wings. But he has bat wings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and yeah. his feet? Would you just... Oh, those are just regular crew feet. Yeah, his feet are from, like, crew hounds, you know. I'll post pictures on Discord. Okay, uh, w this one's like super short, so Ooh. you know they're like testing like which path do we want to go. This one has been eating a lot of fucking dwarves, I guess. <laughs> uh, the next one has gone the opposite route and it's been eating a bunch of orcs, and he's like oh, big you and can bulky tell for sure. Uh, the next one has been eating a bunch of underwater things. 
So like he has like these uh, fins on his feet wow. and a tail and like uh, like almost scales. Uh yeah 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 there's some scales on him too and stuff like cool. Uh, and to make these, like, I, I used a mix of, like, Chaos Demon legs from, like, corn. It's all good. I actually glued that on the other day with some shit glue, and I thought to myself. Even his tail is, like, definitely underwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, a little fin on it and wow, everything. for anybody who didn't just hear, I broke one of his minis. Yeah, whatever. So my girls should Minis touch. come, minis go. Wives are permanent, <laughs> oh, I've been told. <laughs> How many more do I have to touch? Not too many. Okay. Um... The last uncle is like so. I'm th the, basically the the map, the crude shamans, the shaper council. <laughs> you know they're like try this, this genetic legacy. Try this one, and this crude's like let's just go full on. Let's work for the Tau. We got a bunch of cool tech from. So he's all kitted out in Tau tech. Like he's got a pulse rifle. He's wearing Tau gear. That's kind of his dream. That's his life. That's his goal. His dream. Yeah. <laughs> um. So those guys are all just kind of nonsensical random guys so this was nothing to do with anything no like they it exists in the lore you they don't exist on tabletop now when i built them i built them to count as like guys with special rules so i could swap them in um and then yeah basically the next tier down you go is just like you have your regular crew and stuff so, you know, I made, like, all the special characters, like, pistol guys, cut guys, like, I made all the special characters, put my own kind of spin on them, custom bits. You're very custom. Yeah. I did substitutes for everyone, so, like, the pistolero guy is my underwater crew. It's hard to line it all up. I need that Always Sunny meme with Charlie where he's pointing to the wall with all the strings and shit. But, uh... <laughs> You know, I, I made crude special weapons, and I, I did, like, they also have some Xeno special weapons, so there's a rail rifle in there, and there's right. Tau weapons in there. Um, I made crude hounds that were different. There's, like, two generations of crude hounds. One was made, like, 20 years ago, and one just came out. So I have both versions, and I have one of one. Cool. So that's kind of cool. And then I made, like, a crude hound tamer, so I made a, a model who has a chain and holding a hound back. So he's like the handler. And all of these guys are somehow related in the same family tree. Yeah. Like, uh... <clears throat> you, well, yes and no. Yes and no. Oh, so kitchen lady's busy then, no? <laughs> <laughs> Yes and no. So you have... You have your crute. And then you have, like, your crute. Like, this little baby one here that's, like, the little orc one. Right. Those two aren't related. Like, yeah, they're both crute. But their their family tree broke off so long ago. Like this is a genetic dead end. It will stay a genetic dead end. And yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. You know, same with uh, this guy. That's a genetic dead end that broke off thousands of years ago. And now they they follow the crew, and they might even look like the crew because they're eating kind of the same okay, things. Okay, so this guy but... that you showed me looked like an orc for a second, but now that guy that you just pulled out looked like an orc. I pulled out what I call a crawl, and this is a custom model. It's like a crew kit bat. Well, of course it's a fucking crew. It's a Lord of the Rings troll. Uh, and then I put like a dinosaur head on it, essentially, from a, a Narlock rider. I put toothpicks in its head, all these kind of so cool... There's so many quills everywhere. Yeah, quills everywhere. So that's kind of cool. It doesn't exist on tabletop, but it's a fun what-the-fuck kind of model. Why not? Gotcha. I did a couple of them. I got Narlock riders, which they're hard to get. They're like... And, and those the ones you drove across the city for. 
No, no, no. Okay. I got them many, many years ago. Oh. Yeah. Um, like other cool models is I built like a cool from Warhammer Fantasy. They have like a uh, orc mar maw crusher, I think it's called. Uric maw, maw crusher. And I green stuffed a cool crute jaw on it. I made some guys ride on top of it. There's a cool cannon. And, yeah, uh, it's like a dragon ate a dinosaur. It's, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was just another fun one. And it's got a rider on top, like uh, like Star Wars, you know. Nice little exposed rider on a turret. Yeah. Woo! Um, yeah, and that's kind of the lore. So basically, I had this kindred uh, who are known for... Like, the inspiration behind this army was definitely coming here, and I do nature walks deep in the jungle. The dense jungle of Panama, <laughs> where there's uh, the poisonous dart frogs, which are these like bright green frogs with like the black dots all over them, and they're so cool. They also have red ones and stuff. Uh, so I just imagine like if Crute landed on Earth specifically in this jungle, and they found these poisonous frogs as a, as a delicacy, what <laughs> would they look like all of a sudden? If they're like for condiments, they're like squeezing it on top, you know, for seasoning it's like dried frogs and stuff that's what they're up to here yeah mark went to go take the guests to this like abandoned property that we we go to and he comes back and he's like babe what if what if <laughs> and, and here we are today <laughs> yeah 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 thankfully this wasn't too expensive a problem project because like uh i had a lot of the bits already yeah there's so many and then even the ones yeah. that you don't you kind of cut up and make yeah work and yeah, there's there there is a phase two of this project where <laughs> it would get expensive quick, and I don't know if it'd be worth it. But basically, I have all those uh the the these weird guys like the Shaper Council. Uh, so it'd be cool to make four extra models. So it's like I had four extra flying guys, four extra mm, buff crews. You know, really just expand the family tree in that way. But in order to do that, there's some rare bits because I wasn't originally building those guys with the thought of... Uh, yeah, duplicating it. Yeah, duplicating it so many times. And they have to be different, or they have to be the same as, because they're genetics. Yeah, as same as possible. Like, you know, obviously yeah. if the quills went the exact same, but they should be f pretty close. So family tree. Yeah. Are we going to get to the uncle? Those are the weird uncles, those guys, the Shaper Council. That's okay. what we've been calling them for the longest time for you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the weird uncles where it's like... That's how he's explained this whole family tree thing. <laughs> yeah, you take the family picture and there's like over in the corner, you know, they're like, well, don't go talk to those guys too much. Like, yeah, you know, like, you're going to get yourself into trouble. Yeah, you're going to come back with like weird conspiracy <laughs> theories about like flat earth and it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um... Yeah, a lot of cool conversions. Come check out the Discord. I've posted a bunch. If you haven't seen them, ask me. I'm excited to see you paint. I hope that we can yeah. get you some paint soon. Yeah, I really am excited to paint. I painted these croup before one time. But... So are you going to have to strip them all? Yeah, for sure. And that won't ruin the green stuff? No, no, no. It shouldn't. Cool. I have done that before. Um, and thankfully, I hadn't sealed any of these guys, and I, I know what paint I used, and it was all mostly contrast, which is, like, light, oh, so see. stripping the paint should be, like, easy. quick, easy. But, uh, yeah, that's the project that I've been working on, uh, but I feel like now it's been finalized, like, yeah, okay, there is a phase two, but I don't think that will ever happen, like, literally, I think it would cost, like, 
upwards of 500 bucks to get it. Like, to get... Yeah, to get nothing, really. Like, it would just be wild, because I'd have to outsource the most craziest parts. So that's my story. So I don't feel like I ever need to. Wow. Sometimes it's cool just having the weird uncle and not the weird uncle and his fucking children. Here's the thing. I just... Like you said at the top of the the thing. Yeah. You've said that you've been done. Like, it's done. Babe, no. Finished well, it. Like, well. the last model. <laughs> and I like it. I like seeing your gears go. I love how creative you are. But, like, <laughs> is it ever over? Yes, it is. You... The problem... Here's the problem, okay? <laughs> you don't remember Canada Mark and Warhammer. I had armies wrapped up, finished, and people are like, oh, are you using that army in the next edition? I'm like, no. Like, I, that's done. That was a 7th edition army. It was fully done. Actually, painted. you know what? I don't remember Warhammer packed you at up. all. I remember yeah. Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. I was kind of doing that for a hot minute, but... Yeah. No, no. I, I, I really do finish projects. It's just hard to source stuff I know, down here sad. i'm sorry but don't be sorry it's life yeah you know i'm sitting down here on the beach i'm painting minis in my mind i don't need to in real life i'm on the beach and i mean the inspo you would never have gotten that in canada land. yeah yeah you know in canada land me and christopherson we always joked like well i'm gonna go do my best thinking on the toilet and it's like <laughs> that's awful man that's so More shitty but it's room where your knees are touching yeah. the door and oh well, you, now you have an island. Yeah. Well, um, that's Lorehammer Listener. If you have uh, something, uh, Wait, submit it. Wait, can we talk about your purpose and your tragedy? <laughs> Come to Pillow Talk. Yeah, we should do an episode on that. <laughs> okay. Seriously. <laughs> Um, come to pill. Uh, no, what do we? Sh- what show is this? Thanks for listening, to Lorehammer. Listen, or if you have lore you want to submit, submit to Lorehammer Podcast at gmail I'm gonna hand it back to Ray, Way, and Gerald. They've been doing a good job with the episodes. It's been fun actually tuning into my show that's not run by me for a hot minute. It's a nice break. Yeah, it's nice to like not have to read the stories and listen to other people read the stories that I would have had to. Read them to you. Exactly. A nice accent. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, my laptop's on the fridge. If anyone wants to donate 500 bucks to me, I'll be back. If not, I, I have to record off of this 1995 <laughs> Windows, Windows 4. <laughs> Anyways, adios. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.